0: So on our everyday Chant Harinam conference call on Zoom, we are uh, having her grace Prima Padmini Mataji from Bangalore, India. And Mataji is going to enlighten us today with the verse on Srimad Bhagavatam 6, 9, 40 and onwards. So Mataji, you can take up this verse or maybe more if we don't have long, long enough purports or don't have purports at all. So you can take up four, five or maybe more. Okay,
1: Mataji. Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Krishna. Thank you all very much. Um, is <clears> that some amulet? Om Namo Bagavati Basu Om Namo Bagavati Basu Om Namo Bagavati Basu Deva. Namaskritya Naranchaiva Narutam. Devim Saraswatim Vyasam, Tato Jayam Udi Rai, Nashtaprabheyeva Drisho, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, Bhagavati Uttama Shloke, Bhaktir Bhavati Neshtiki, Mukam Karuti Vachalam, Angum Langayate Girim, Yat Kripatamaham Bandhe, Shri Guru Ndeenatareham, Paramananda Madhapam, Sri Chaitanya Eswaram, Oma Jnana Tamrindase. Okay. So, Srimad Bhaira, text 40. In the matter of the appearance of the demon, Vritrasura. Tri Bhuvana Atma Bhavana Trivikrama Vikrama Tri Nayana Tri Loka Manoharanu Bhava Tavaiva Vibhuta Yoditija Danujadayaschaapiteshaam Upakrama samayu, yam iti swatma, mayaya, suranaram riga, misrita, jalacharak, kritibher, geta, paradam, dandam, dandadara, daderta evam, enam, api, bhagavan, jahit, vashtram, uta yadi, manyasi, manyasi. O Lord, translation O oh Lord, who oh three worlds. Father of the three worlds, O strength of the three worlds in the form of the Vamana Incarnation, O three-eyed form of Narasimha Deva, O most beautiful person within the three worlds, everything and everyone, including human beings and even the Daitya demons and the Dhanavas is but an expansion of your energy, O supremely powerful one. You have always appeared in your forms on the various incarnations to punish the de- demons as soon as they become very powerful. You appear as Lord Vamanadeva, Lord Rama and Lord Krishna. You appear sometimes as an animal like boar, sometimes a mixed incarnation like Lord Deva and Lord Hayagriva and sometimes an aquatic like Lord Fish and Lord Tortoise. Assuming such various forms, you have always punished the demons in Danavata. We therefore pray that your lordship appear today as another incarnation if you so desire to kill the great demon Vritrasura. There are two kinds of devotees known as Sakama and Akama. Pure devotees are Akama, whereas devotees in the upper planetary system, such as the demigods are called Sakama, because they still want to enjoy material opulence. Because of their pious activities, the Sakama devotees are promoted to the higher planetary systems. But at heart, they still desire to lord it over the material resources. The Sakama devotees are sometimes disturbed by the demons and Rakshasas. But the Lord is so kind that he always saves them by appearing as an incarnation. The Lord's incarnations are so powerful that Lord Vamanadeva covered the entire universe with two steps and therefore had no place for his third step. The Lord is called Three Vikrama because he showed his strength by delivering the entire universe with merely three steps. The difference between Sakama and Akama devotees is that when Sakama devotees, like the demigods, fall into difficulty, they approach the Supreme Personality of Godhead for relief. Whereas Akama devotees, even in the greatest danger, never disturb the Lord for material benefits. Even if an Akama devotee is suffering, he thinks this is due to his past empire's activities and agrees to suffer the consequences, he never disturbs the Lord. Sakama devotees immediately pray to the Lord as soon as they are in difficulty, but they are regarded as pious because they consider themselves fully dependent on the mercy of the Lord. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 10.14.8, Even while suffering in the midst of difficulties, devotees simply offer their prayers and service more enthusiastically. In this way, they become firmly fixed in devotional service and eligible to return home back to Godhead without a doubt. Sakama devotees, of course, achieve from the Lord the results they desire from their prayers, but they do not immediately become fit to return to Godhead. It is to be noted herein that Lord Vishnu, in his various incarnations, is always the protector of his devotees. Srinamadhvacharya Madhvacharya says, bhava patravat sarve Vishnu viputaya Krishna is the original personality of God, Krishna's two Bhagavan's swayam. All the other incarnations proceed from Lord Vishnu. Um, Om Ajnana Tamranta Siyadhyanata Nishalkya Chakshuru Omvilita Mena Tasmai Shri Guru Namam Vishnu Pradaya Krishna Pristayagu Thile Samti Javta Swaminati Namne Namachara Pradaya Nataya Prabhupada Pradaya Nataya Gauragata Dhamdaya Navipantharne Namam, Vishnu Padaya Krishna Pristai, Bhutali Shinathe Bhakti Swaminati Namni, Namaste Saraswati, Veko, Rani Pristani, Liv, Say Sunuadi, Pasjathe Stadni, and Jaisri Krishna Chaitanya, Pramnathyananda, Shri Advaita Gadhar, Shivasadi, Gora Bhakta Vrinda, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Ram, Hari Ram, 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 Hari Hari. So this is um prayers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead by the Devitas because they have got into a great problem. Hmm. Um, um so, I mean when all the de- mm-hmm. okay so so uh, to various so, appearance of demon so I mean they, when you are and they had got I mean the devatas. um They were very, very uh, afraid of this Vritrasura because actually they wanted somebody uh, tall and blackish, Svashta. Svashta, yeah, after Vishwarupa was killed because Indra saw that he was offering oblations to both, you know, for the benefit of Devas and Asuras because he was related to both of them. And um, then, because so Indra got very angry and killed him, and so his son Tvashta performed ritualistic ceremonies to kill Indra. And so, O enemy! So he offered oblations in the sacrificial fire, saying, "O enemy of Indra, flourish to kill your enemy without delay." And that is how this big, huge demon had been produced. So it's really um i mean i mean bhagavatam is actually meant to wake us up very gently through the form of stories uh so that by you know you don't have to experience everything yourself we have already gone through so many lifetimes and still we have not woken up fully to our you know from this dream about you know we, we are so fascinated like small children you know going through Uh, different experiences. Um, And then, uh, so sometimes it's terrifying and sometimes it's very nice. We're lost in that. So the Supreme Lord, just how patient he is, like entertaining children. You know, it is only the Lord and each and every one of his children, all his parts and parcels. With everyone, he is having a relationship and when one, everyone is, um, you know, aware of this relationship, then that is very thrilling. They, because why is it that every time the devotees come in front of the Supreme Lord, then they become very, very, um, you know, um, uh, very ecstatic to see him. And they glorify him about his uh, different powers, his beauty and his strength and their relationship with him and so on. Why is it? Because it automatically happens. That is how um, ecstatic it is, the relationship between the Lord and the living entities. But then somewhere, uh, you know, this is a big question, how it happens, that the Atma gets covered by ignorance and we start, you know, somehow we became covered by this ignorance of wanting to be like, I mean, of feeling uh, why should I be subservient to the Lord or something like that, or just wanting to have a new experience in the material world, whatever it is. And um, so all these, um, uh, so Krishna immediately he creates, he is because. In the spiritual world also, it is Yogamaya shakti creating various pastimes just for enjoyment. It is just leelas, right? It is uh, again and again the same leelas are being enacted to enjoy, um, you know, loving relationship with his devotees. And in the material world, he is trying to revive... There's a, you know, beautiful relationship between himself and the living entities. And here also, he's having different, different leelas. Except that our consciousness is different. We are in darkness. He is in full light always. And so for him, from his perspective, it is all for his enjoyment. He's enjoying himself here also. But we are not enjoying. That's the problem. He also is not really happy because he wants us to be established in that you know eternal relationship uh, in full knowledge in full uh, in, in our original eternal forms and in having uh, blissful engagements with the lord and uh, so there are different living entities and different st- stages of realization and uh, you know realization of god and to that extent, they are lifted from their darkness, and so the devatas, they are certainly aware of the Lord, and yet they are not fully purified. We can understand how much in darkness we are in the material world, on the earth, especially we're in the mode of passion, where we think that we ourselves have to you know be very strong and powerful, and we can do so many things and we can create and this sort of things we have on the earthly planets so um the devatas have are those living entities who have gone beyond that they have got purified and they understand how the lord is maintaining this whole material world it's all is in his power and we just just like um a billionaire's son, he doesn't need to work at all. He just needs to be satisfied. I mean, he ne- just needs to be play, uh, satisfying his father. And whatever engagements there are and blissfully perform, he doesn't need to struggle at all for his existence. There is already enough. And uh, But anyway, he can't just sit idle. And whatever the father says, if he's uh, they, he, I mean, you have to do something. I and mean, that's in the material realm. In the same way, the Supreme Lord is the owner of everything and his children. We're all also very, very extraordinary, brilliant, and we don't need to honestly uh, slog it in the material world to maintain ourselves because he is our maintainer. And as Vishnu, he is the maintainer of this whole world. And the more one realizes it, then Vishnu promotes them to higher and higher realms of existence so the devatas are um, I mean have complete faith not complete but a lot of faith in Lord Vishnu and they want to serve him they know their subservient position they are devotees and yet they also want to enjoy some opulence they also have some desire for overlordship oh I want to feel I'm the You know, I'm the leader or something like that. So you can see how much Maya gradually releases us. And as we progress, we still have these finer and finer anattas in our consciousness. And just by studying in the material world, how the 14 different worlds are situated, there are also 14 levels of, I mean, consciousness, actually. And we are somewhere in the middle. And the Devitas are far higher. Svargaloka is say if we are Earth is say um eighth. Then above that there is six, right? Um no. So those levels, I mean, Bhur Bh- loka and then Bhur and then swar. So buer loka is filled with all demonic entities. And then above that you have the swargaloka of course the gandharvas are a little below that they're not full fledged devatas so that is one level of consciousness which is like more mode of goodness than the earth but little still passion left and then you have mahar loka jana loka tapa loka satya loka brahma loka so like this the as the consciousness keeps on getting purified free from all desires to lord it then you go to the topmost in the Brahma Loka where it's extraordinarily brilliant and um, very, very bright. They're all fully enlightened. They've got such extraordinary long life. And all kinds of opulence is far more in that Swarga Loka. But their consciousness is one of servitude to the Lord. Like even Lord Brahma himself, he's got such an extraordinary... Uh, power and um, overlordship over this material world he's conscious of this whole universe that uh, the same thing that the lord is conscious of everything but brahmaji is given the consciousness of being conscious of everything within this universe because that's his role his responsibility And finally, even that, from there, you have to completely become pure of not wanting any overlordship. That was the highest. Just by doing all these, uh, you don't get to be a Brahma in the demoniac way. You cannot just do austerities. This is what the demons want. That they want to get all these powers. But um, not in the proper way of surrendering and praying to the Lord, doing pious activities. But rather, um, they think that on my own strength, that is the main thing. The false ego is the cause of the bondage. And they think that, you know, um, I can do, I've got great self-control, I have mind control, and so I can can also go to the higher planets. So this is uh, the demonic way. They keep trying, Uh, just a moment, please. Hare Krishna, sorry. <clears throat> um So the because they still have some desire to enjoy uh, Maja, if I can ask you you know, when really look up uh, you look up uh, So, because um, the higher planetary systems, they have this desire for material enjoyment. So, whenever they have problems, they know they know immediately that okay, we can go to Vishnu. And Vishnu wants it also. I mean, that is a step. From the early planets, or the who try on, them. they want to do even whatever tapasya. Is. They want to do it on their own strength. They might try to please some devatas, Shiva and Brahma and all that. But then, because if they they are meant to give, I mean, it's more business-like. But Shiva and Brahma, you just do some tapasya, and they're duty-bound to come and give whatever you ask. So they go only to them. To Vishnu, it's not like that. You do tapasya, he'll decide whether he has he, he really wants to give you or he might purify you. And if you worship Vishnu, you'll be purified of your dirty desires. So they don't want all that. And it takes and it's completely uh, fully dependent on Lord Vishnu's desire. If he wants, he will give you, or he may not give you. So they don't want to go to him. And, um, so. And Prabhupada, so they are Sakama devotees, not Akama. Akama devotees are completely understood. And actually, I mean, the purpose of this creation, the purpose of our existence, everything. So they are always bliss, even if are one like. certain, uh, different, This just a question of having more knowledge, having more because of, one first of all, desire, desiring to get up from our sleep. Right, Nobody can force somebody to get up out of their bed on their own. Some of them are happily fast asleep. Most of the people, they're not even aware that there is some wakeful stage. Because in the sleep, what happens? The Atma is um, completely unaware about the body. Conscious of the body at all, and only the mind is there. And sometimes you have certain dreams and all that a dream within a dream. And when you try to wake up such people, then um, they get they're enjoying the dream, they think this dream is reality, and they get very upset. They don't want to come out of the bed. There are some who have woken up and they know I have to get up. But they're not willing to. They still sort of more just lying on the bed. The, those people who are sort of not full, and so they think they've find something. And so when they are, in... so because of that illusion, still there. But at least they are woke
0: Hare Krishna Mataji. Mataji, the vo- voice is cutting a little bit. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Mataji, so, can you hear me?
1: Yes. Who oh, is it? Okay. Mataji, there's a little um, interruption in the voice, a little bit. Okay, just a minute. I will change my place. Just a minute. Yeah, okay.
0: Mataji, you're on mute right now. So if you're if you're speaking, then we can't hear you.
1: Yeah, Hare so.
0: Okay, can can he I thought maybe you're speaking on mute. <laughs> okay, no, now no, it's clear. No. Now it's better. Okay. Sorry
1: for the interruption. Yeah. Uh, no, no. So Sakama devotees uh, take shelter of Krishna, but this is very good you know, when we are doing a performing of your, I mean, the path uh, of bhakti, so initially, we are sakama, and if, um, when we get into a problem, it's a step up when we at least approach the Lord, not, not for, you know, material benefits, but just to take shelter of him and pray to him and let him do whatever he wants. And if you so desire, Prabhupada said, you can tell Krishna, if you so desire, please, can you do this? That's all right. (laughs) Because you're giving the final control, the authority to Krishna. Whereas Sakama devotees, they want something. There is no question of saying, if you want, I want it, so please give me. So when we are doing pure devotional service, the method... I mean, the process of chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, we understand that we are actually servants of Krishna and we are meant to please the Lord. And so even if we want something, we have to leave it to Krishna. Then even, I mean, that is also Sakama. You desire something in your heart and you're praying to Krishna just for pure devotional service, of course. So that is even higher. Than the devatas, because the devatas are asking directly, Please, God, give me this, please protect me. This asura is coming, and all these things, you know. That is, um, that is like you are not letting him have uh, take the decision, okay? This is what I want, and we uh, request him, we force him to do what I want, but the uh, higher than that is as we are progressing. Um, we have some material desire, and we know we should not be asking. <laughs> and and yet, you can see Krishna. If you so desire, that is a step up. That is on the path to because that means that we are ready to accept if Krishna says no. Okay, I'm okay with it. That is definitely a step up, and. Um, um and there it says, Agama devotees, even while suffering in the middle is mixed of difficulties, devotees simply offer their prayers and service more enthusiastically. In this way they become firmly fixed in devotional service and eligible to return home back to Godhead without a doubt. Why are they why do they become more enthusiastic? Because, just like Queen Kunti. So Kunti said, what is this um, material happiness and distress? During material distress, what we found was that we were able to completely think about you each time. And immediately you came and helped us and we had your association. So how was was it a bad time? Bad times are actually good times for the devotee because they help one to... Uh, fix their minds completely on Krishna and so they become more enthusiastic because they think this material world is anyway a place of misery and I really want to, you know, become more dedicated to the service of Krishna. I want to come out of this uh, dream and this imaginary suffering. So that's where they become very, very enthusiastic. And in this way, they become firmly fixed in devotional service and eligible to return home back to God without a doubt. Because if somebody is doing devotional service and when everything is going good, now the question will arise, if, if things were not going good, will I be really a, such a nice devotee? Because that means we are, our concentration is not on Krishna. Our, uh, uh, you know, the happiness we are getting is not only from Krishna, but from so many other things, which is like mixed, adulterated. And so that is why we have to get, I mean, Krishna helps us to release all these other attractions in our mind. It is not that we have to be in suffering. In fact, when we have completely decided that I want to meditate only on Krishna and Give my complete soul, self, to Krishna in service. That is when everything will become fine. Because actually we are not meant to suffer at all. It's only because we are thinking of something else other than Krishna and getting bewildered. And uh, we are so much upset and uh, so much attracted and uh, or disappointed by external things. So because of that, Krishna has arranged so many different different kinds of pastimes in our lives by which slowly we will eliminate all these other things and know that within oneself that all these things are all external to me and it's all like a dream. The real happiness comes only when I surrender to Krishna completely and engage in his bhakti. That doesn't mean you have to give up doing your work, but doing every work, thinking only of Krishna and allowing it. And very naturally, then we will not be um, attracted to, I mean, attached to the results. Because we are not the enjoyers. All these things will very naturally and automatically happen. If we only, the only thing which Krishna gives us the freedom is to decide is whether I mean, we have to decide or we have to desire that, yes, I really want, you know, to be in knowledge about Krishna. And and Shreema, reading Srimad Bhagavatam, you know, activates that kind of desire. Oh, imagine these great living entities who are all so much uh, elevated. And they're all glorifying the Supreme Lord. They're able to speak to him you know and here somehow in the earthly planets they're not so blessed though krishna keeps appearing earth is also the most wonderful place because this is the place where krishna keeps on coming taking incarnations even so recent as 500 years ago Lord chaitanya mahaprabhu came here and all the devatas would come here to visit him and they were so much uh, you know uh, i mean normally the devas looked down upon Earthly human beings because they think oh these people you know they're so much in the mode of ignorance and passion and uh, they they have no faith in Krishna and even materially you know very insignificant the enjoyment found here whereas they're very proud about their uh, existence there with all the opulences their beautiful bodies and mystic powers and, um, and the, they have Uh, such wonderful responsibilities given to them by Krishna. They're working for the government, government of this universe, government job they've got, whereas we are just outside. We are not in the government. We're all just uh, trying for ourselves, you know, private, private enterprises. So they look down on us. But because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, whenever the incarnations come here, That is when they think, oh, these human beings are so fortunate. Within a short time, you know, in their lives, they can experience Krishna, serve him, and go back home, back to Godhead. Whereas they are still lost in their sense gratification. That is why when Krishna, he was about to leave this material world, I mean, actually the time had come. Krishna was not yet planning. At that time, all the devatas headed by Brahma they came to Dwaraka and they glorified Krishna and then Brahmaji told him, we only asked you to come back, come to this material world. Why? Because, you know, they were facing great problems from all these demons and now you're eliminated. All your job is done. So now it is time for you. I mean, time has come and if you so wish, you can go back. Uh, So they said like that and then um, then Krishna was very pleased with them. And he told Brahmaji that when I'm going back to uh, my uh, Goloka Vrindavan, I'll also stop by in Brahma Loka. I mean, as a matter of etiquette and also to give darshan to his great devotee, Brahmaji. So he told that uh, to him. So the, all the devatas were very happy and then they went back. On the other hand, you have Uddhava who he also heard that Krishna was going to wind up his pastimes and then he decided to actually put an end to uh, his whole, you know, his family members. He didn't want them to, uh, you know, continue because he feels, uh, he felt that they simply, you know, the Yadavas, some of them were devatas and some of them were pure devotees from the Guluka Vrindavana. And he felt that those who, I mean, you can never, you know, destroy them. They have extraordinary life and strength and power. And because of their proximity to Krishna, he felt that they may take advantage and uh, their power might become a little too much for people to bear and they may take advantage of their position. So he wanted to fully take them also. And also he wanted to take them back to Godhead. And others dispatched them back to the heavenly planets. So, at that time, Uddhava was feeling great separation from Krishna. He told Krishna that, please, when you go, you take me also back with you. Don't leave me behind. So, this is the difference in uh, consciousness between um, the devatas and um, and a pure devotee like Uddhava. Uddhava could not tolerate tolerate even a moment's separation from Krishna. And whereas the devatas they came and they were very happy of Krishna because they still had some desire to live in this material world. And so they were very happy that Krishna came and did everything and now everything is very nice and Krishna is going back and okay, they are fine with it. So that is the difference. When we... Devotees are um, very much attracted to Krishna, and that attraction is enough to keep them happy. That is their source of happiness, not these external things. So that is about chanting Hare Krishna mantra is an extraordinarily powerful method by which we try to get inner happiness and by and as we chant Hare Krishna mantra, because we are waking up our soul, we are going inward, right? Chanting Hare Krishna, we go beyond the mind to the Atma, that to the soul. And the soul wakens, you know, so we become more um, um I mean, we are able to understand our spiritual existence. And because of that, um uh, we are able to understand, you know, appreciate uh, the existence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. All the descriptions in the Srimad Bhagavatam leading up to the 10th canto, where we understand Krishna not only is the Supreme Personality of God, which we understood from the Bhagavad Gita. When we read the Bhagavad Gita, we come to the conclusion Krishna says, Sarvadharman, but par- no, uh, Parityajya, maam, ekam, only to me. So we know that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And then Srimad Bhagavatam tells us all his different lilas and leading up to the 10th canto, where he understands that this Goluka Vrindavana pastimes are the topmost. I mean, this is what, um, this is um, the highest uh, realization of Krishna. And uh, of course, Chaitanya Charitamrita goes even higher where, you know, Krishna comes and shows the mood of the Abrajavasis, how there is so much of union and separation and uh, they, have, they enjoy great ecstatic love in separation also. all these very higher levels of uh, emotional understanding, experiences of love for Krishna. And um, so that is why, all these amazing things are in the internal energy. And that is why internal energy in the constitution of our body also, we can see the body is external. And so it is belongs to the external energy and the Atma belongs to the internal energy. And that is kept right inside, you know, just like, you know, you put it in a locker in, the, um, in a cupboard or in a Godridge, you know, where you put inside, the locker is in in the middle, and then you keep the most valuable thing there. In the same way, it is hidden, completely hidden, the fact that the Atma is there inside the body, inside the heart, and the Paramatma is also there to conscious beings inside the heart, and that's why the Bhagavad Gita calls it the most confidential knowledge. We cannot just know uh, existing in the I mean, as we are in this material world, we are completely in the external energy, and by chanting Hare Krishna mantra, we are, um, uh, you know, we are connecting with the internal energy, and so that is why it has to activate. You have to feel um, internally in the heart that uh, you know I am different from the body. That's what happens very naturally as we chant Hare Krishna mantra they start realizing, oh yeah, I'm not the body, i was so much attached to the body, like mostly all materialistic people, completely only body oriented. All, oh, and yeah. especially now in Kali Yuga, everybody just thinking about that, only go to the gym and have a very nice body and nice figure um, and but then at the same time they also love to keep eating all junk food, so that is a big uh, struggle to keep a very nice body and um, you know, and then enjoy different kinds of hap- material happiness in different modes. Of course, mostly in the mode of passion and ignorance, is getting more and more ignorant, so completely lost about only body conscious. And uh, so, when we start chanting Hare Krishna mantra, then of course it doesn't mean we don't need to keep to. We don't need to keep the body fit. We have to, but then body we realize I'm not this body just like okay I take care of a car I'm not obsessed with the car and thinking I'm the car so we take care of the body but we know that the real person is inside the me I am the soul and I need different kind of food also I don't have to only I'm not satisfied only with material food but I need another food for the atma and that is to know more and more about the glories of Krishna and that is uh, that is the ecstasy for a devotee to when Prabhupada said that that's why every day you must read Srimad Bhagavatam in the morning and Bhagavad Gita in the evening because Bhagavatam when you read in the uh, you know uh, early morning just after your Pagana, your and um so uh, the soul is very awake. You know, the mode of, you know in the morning time, it's the time of Brahma Muhurta. You've done all this, then the Atma is very, very peaceful. And that time you read all these Shrimad Bhagavatam, and then it's like real food because uh, food is the Paramatma. Uh, because we are completely uh, nourished by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We are part and parcel of Him. And only when we are connected with him, we are, you know, able to function properly. Just like uh, Prabhupada says, that uh, spark, spark of a big fire, that spark retains its uh, quality of fire only when it remains close to the fire. If it goes far away, it becomes ash. So similarly, only when we, uh, you know, chant Krishna's names and when we hear about him, glorify him and all his wonderful, amazing uh, opulences and his pastimes. Then the soul is also nourished and becomes very strong. And we have in the universe also great personalities who are very, very powerful, right? The devatas have all extraordinary power. And they're called demigods because they're almost like gods. I mean, at least they appear to us. God is much, much more powerful, but still. And they have extraordinary power just by closing going close to Krishna. So we can understand how important it is for us to bathe in the um uh, in the uh, waters of Srimad Bhagavatam. And um, and it says in the first canto of Srimad Bhagavatam that the Bhagavad Gita, I sorry, Bhagavatam has risen like the sun in this age of dark age of Kali. It has come, uh, you know, risen as the sun to remove all the darkness of this material world, which is the cause of all suffering. The minute we have knowledge about God, all suffering ends. But in between what happens, as we are trying to get full knowledge, the mind puts many, many doubts. The mind is the demon who is trying to say, no, are you really sure? That Krishna is there. Where? You cannot see him anywhere. I don't know if it's for sure that he is there and he's, you know, you can actually, um, that he's aware about you and that he will help you. I think it's just your karma. You have to, you know, devotees go through this phase, you know, because they feel very disturbed. Why you, my karma, so much of suffering. Why is Krishna doing this? And all these sort of things. So that is where we have to understand that devatas are also put into great troubles. And the way that they come out of that is by taking simply shelter of Krishna. And we don't want to be stuck up like the devatas. You know. If we become just like the devatas, whenever I have a problem, I'll just go to Krishna and then I'll ask him, please give me this, please give me that. Then we'll go to the heavenly planets only. It's not that simply because we're chanting Hare Krishna, we'll go back to Godhead. Prabhupada said, many of my disciples are going to the heavenly planets because they want want Krishna's mercy to enjoy some more in the material world. So we have to be very cautious. No, 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 no. I don't want to ask something and then I'll be stuck up here. So I will put this clause. If you so desire Krishna, otherwise pull me out. Whatever is required you do. But then we are fully assured that Krishna is there. He is doing, everything is under control of him. We don't don't get bogged down or get disturbed. Nothing is out of his control. And then he is the best person. He's my best well-wishing friend. Then we don't need to worry about a thing. It's not that some people are very close to him and special and others are not so special. Everybody is equally special. That's what Krishna says. Samoham Sarva... Everyone are equal to me. I don't personally favor someone or hate someone, nothing like that. But whoever renders service unto me is a devotee. He is in me and I am in him. I am also in him. So that is up to us. Everybody, he gives equal opportunity to approach him. And so in this way, Uh, we understand. Understanding our relationship with Krishna is real knowledge. In the Bhagavad Gita in the 13th chapter, Krishna says, what is real knowledge? What is knowledge? Knowledge is to know what is your Kshetra or the body and Kshetrajna, the knower of the body. So, the body consists of all these material elements and then the mind, intelligence, false ego 24 elements which has been, uh, uh, you know, delineated the sankhya yoga, and Gnya <clears throat> refers to the person who knows this body, and the, that is the soul. And then there is one more knower of the soul, who not only knows my body, but he is within every body and every he knows everything, and that is the super soul. So if you know these two things, three things, that kshetra. And ourselves, Kshetrajmya and the Ishwara, who's controlling both of them. This is perfect knowledge. And uh, then, this is microcosm. Within the macrocosm, which is the universe, universe is also the body of the Lord. The Lord as Vishwarupa, he has completely, is um, spread over everywhere in this universe. And he is there within the universe. As the Atma of that, as the Shirudaksai Vishnu. No, as Garbodaksai Vishnu. He is the Atma of this universe. And Paramatma form, Krishna enters into every atom. So he so we'll also understand that. If you understand this, you'll also understand that how Krishna is everywhere, all pervading. It's not that he has divided himself into so many forms, but it is just like The sun, the sun is, gives itself to us through sun rays everywhere. And so anybody uh, say like, you know, I see the sun is overhead. And then if I call up some, you know, many thousands of miles or um, maybe hundreds of miles around in the same um, area, to a, a particular circumference then you call up and say where is the sun and they say sun is also over me overhead so it doesn't mean that the sun has divided itself but it is because it's so big everyone feels sun is just over my head so in the same way Paramatma he doesn't become divided but he is available everyone is situated in him and he is every, mm-hmm. within everyone very, very amazing and pro- profound truth. And knowing this is the only real knowledge. All other the knowledge is of the external world. And that is illusory knowledge. Okay, just for temporary things, we need to know that also to maintain our body and our mind and all that. But that is not real knowledge. Knowledge is to understand who is the controller of all this. So that is... Um, Uh, That is why this pure devotional method is the most wonderful gift we have got. Everybody doesn't know this. Just imagine not knowing this, how frustrated they must be. So they try to forget all that frustrations and try to absorb themselves in limited things, limited enjoyments and just forget about the reality. Forget about analyzing why things are happening. People don't want to question too much because they think, oh, I'll get too disturbed just continue without you know disturbing anything just continue doing whatever you can try to squeeze out as much happiness as you can how oh, much ignorance but actually knowledge is bliss they think ignorance is bliss but actually knowledge is bliss because reality is so wonderful so that is um this from the bhagavatam we understand about krishna's position and our relationship with him. Okay, thank you very much, Hare Krishna. Is there any questions or comments?
0: Hare Krishna Mataji, madavat pranam to you. Shri Prapat ki jai, mm-hmm. Guru Maharaj ki jai. Yeah, thank you so sure, much sheena. for the wonderful class. Uh, you know, your realizations are, it seems so real, you know, like, and we feel very, very much Krishna conscious in the morning after hearing your class, because it's, uh, you know, you you just like uh, with the flow, you move on, you know, (laughs) very nice. Very nice. Thank you so much. And uh, so many things are refreshed, you know, which we had heard earlier that you refresh our memories and uh, that makes us feel so good in the morning here. And it's so nice what Prabhupada has given us, like Shiva Bhagavatam in the morning. Although I, uh, you know, like I do my personal reading both in the evening only. Uh, I sometimes want to do in the morning, but then I feel that this call is there, so we are reading you know, hearing. So, but is there any particular reason why Prabhupada uh, you know, because uh, like, uh, is it uh, like they say, um, I was thinking in my mind that Bhagavad Gita is the level where, uh, you know, it's the uh, lower level and then higher level is Shiva Bhagavatam, then the CC comes, Shetanya Charitamrit. So, like, uh, because our mind is more fresh, it's more easy for us to observe the Shrimad Bhagavatam in the morning, and Bhagavad Gita is more easier.
1: Uh, is there <laughs> any particular reason, or just you know? No, because... it could have been because in the morning time only serious yeah. devotees are available. But in the evening time, more newer uh, people also come. So for their level, that's why he must have kept Bhagavad Gita in the evening. Yes. 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 And it's
0: nice because it's uh, like, you know, evening, everybody gathers, everybody comes back home. So if many members of family are not participating, we can still loudly read Bhagavad Gita, which is like, you know, so easy. We are not this body. And all these simple things we learn from there. uh, Mm you know. And of course, because our memory is so short in the Kali Yuga, that uh, constant Mm -hmm. repetition is so much needed. And every class we hear, we might have heard so many times. Like sometimes very much materialistic, people will say, I already know so many times we speak about this Damodar Leela, Ajamil Katha, Duryodhan, you know, uh-huh. yeah. like that. So then I tell them, I said, yeah, but the thing is that how else we will be will connected if we don't hear the, you know, stories like uh, uh, there has to be connection because we might be in a bit of some problem. And then, you know, when we think, oh, what do the Pandavas go through? Like you talked about Kunti Maharani, right? You know, she's such Mm an exalted devotee. I was actually reading Mm -hmm. the book uh, on Kunti Maharani and I was reading there that, uh, you know, she was so much aware of everything about Krishna. Like, for example, the Brajawasi, you know, they knew that Krishna is not supreme. So they would climb over him. And same with Yashoda, right? And Devki, of course, uh, you know, she had done some tapasya, so she had him as a son. But her, uh, this thing was of fear in the sense that, you know, she... Uh, had this fear in her mind that uh, uh, quickly come back to the two-hand form. You know, Kamsa will come and take you. But uh, Kunti Bharani was the only one who was so aware of all the relationships that different people had with Krishna. And at the same time, you know, like uh, she's uh, when Krishna is literally coming and touching her feet, she can't do anything about it. <laughs> and she she knows yeah. he's supreme, but you know, heart and heart, she's. Yeah. Uh, you know it's uh, it's amazing to hear about her such a, a wonderful uh, lady and example for all of us you know there were yeah. such a, a powerful ladies all of these in the those times now i mean even if 0.01% also we can follow of course we can't imitate then you know our life will be successful right Mataji?
1: <laughs> sorry Mataji, was yes. saying
0: something he was saying something in the middle
1: no no i was hearing See. Okay. yeah and it's
0: very all, true they're always mm. amazing to uh, you know like uh, uh, just like in the beginning in your class you were saying that it's very difficult to remember Krishna when we are in problem did you say this line or maybe I heard it somewhere else it's very hard to remember like you know when you have a problem like Gajendra story he was in problem mm. and then he's offering a flower to Vishnu who's coming in the Garuda So, I mean, Mm. at that time, he, that time he's in so much of trouble. And with us, when we are in trouble, we always are thinking of the trouble only. We are like sitting on the trouble and we are hardly thinking of Krishna. And what we'll say is, we'll tell our near and dear ones, please pray for uh, so-and-so. Please pray for my health. Please do this. (laughs) You know, know, please pray that my, this thing becomes okay. But, you know, how much are we uh, doing devotional service at that time? Uh, that's how Gajendra, you know, got the mercy because he was, uh, I think it was a test he 100% passed. And these tests, when they come in our life,
1: Mataji, we are not able to. Mm. How we do get we so, do we Because to be of, of lack of faith,
0: lack, lack of, of faith. sufficient
1: faith. Yeah. That Krishna is only controlling everything. That is why Sarvamiti Samahatma to understand that Vahasudeva Krishna is everything. And He is only controlling everything. It takes a lot of time to understand. So that's why, we, of course, chanting Hare Krishna makes us advance much faster. But that's what, we have to come to the point of understanding that everything is in Krishna only. He knows everything. But, I mean, He is controlling. Sometimes you can't believe He knows this also. He's controlling that also. No, maybe. Or we are doubtful whether He'll bother to Oh, let me, you know, my karma is more stronger. You think Maya Devi is only controlling us and Krishna is not there. We have all kinds of doubts. Isn't it?
0: Yes. And like, I remember the beginning, I used to be scared, like, why this Maya Devi, you know, like, is there? And then I realized that she also doing duty of Krishna only. She doesn't want like non-serious people to come around Krishna. So, mm. you know, like, uh, so it's totally, and of course we have, uh, we pray to Tulsi Maharani and we, we bless for the mercy of Radharani and, you know, such beautiful characters are there of uh, Draupadi, Sita. I mean, it's so wonderful, uh, you know, to, uh, sometimes I also, uh, they, they also say, Mataji, for uh, 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 this one, uh, Dhritrash's wife, I forgot her name, Who who also was blind. Uh, She was a very great lady. Who? Whose wife? Uh, Dhrithrashtra. Dhrithrashtra? Gandhari. Gandhari, yeah. Gandhari. Gandhari was a a very, very pious, uh, I mean, like from the point of view, uh, in connection to her husband, like, you know, she was wearing the, uh, like a very chaste lady, very nice. And she didn't want to enjoy the world just like because her husband was blind. Right. But at the same time, we've heard so many great things. But I read somewhere, maybe I could be wrong, or I was reading some in illusion. Uh, I read somewhere that when, uh, you know, Kunti Maharani, when she became pregnant uh, with 100 sons or something like that, or no, no, she she became pregnant. So she became very envious that why she had a son, because they were like, uh, you know how we say in the middle, uh, in the world, like Devrani Jithani, Mm. they were like that.
1: So uh, she became envious. So, I mean, although they say... No, because she wanted... See, her husband didn't get the throne because of being blind, but he's the eldest son. So she thought if she gets the child first, then he'll become the heir. That is why. So the enviousness came? Yeah, of course. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, in the material world, everybody, even up to Brahma, envy doesn't completely go away only when we completely surrender to Krishna in pure devotional service, envy will completely go away. And that's why we need to uh, surrender and make Krishna the enjoyer. I'm not the enjoyer. I'm simply, my enjoyment is in making Krishna happy. Only then we'll stop envying others. Otherwise, the competitive spirit is there all the time, the external energy. When little bit we think, oh, no, maybe I can enjoy this small thing, little bit, subtle thing. Then immediately competition starts. I should be the one who have everything. I mean, that's a mad thing. It is <laughs> arranged by Maya Devi. She is only creating this kind of things and then we fall for it. And we think, oh, that will be very nice. No, if I am the most something. Prabhupada, you're not the most anything. that's what Guru Maharaj mentions how when um, every morning whenever he he saw him he would pay obeisances and give some prayers to him so he uh, one day he told him Prabhupada I'm the most fallen soul and Prabhupada told him corrected him you're not the most anything (laughs) so that is for I mean everyone we we might think you know we want to be most of something But Prabhupada said, even in being the fallen, you're not the most fallen. (laughs) You can't think so like that. It is just a a revelation that this is our desire. And we want to be the top and then others below. You know, Prabhupada said that, you know, why why do Rupa Goswami and all say that I'm lower than the worm and the stool? Because that is such a horrible situation. And even in that body, what the worm is thinking, I should go on top and be on top of the all the other worms. So one day we were taking a walk along the beach, you know, in Musket with Guru Maharaj and he we saw some crabs, you know, crabs. Uh, they had uh, dug up the earth and they created some small little mounds, you know, like houses. And uh, some of them were bigger and some were smaller and He said, see, even in the crabs, there's competition who'll build the bigger house. And that was a revelation. We never thought crabs also thought like that. (laughs) But crabs also have the same consciousness, but in a more gross form, just, you know, just digging up the earth. But then they're also living entities like us. So their mind is also polluted like that. And even someone very exalted living beings in the upper planetary systems. It's mentioned that even Brahmaji, when Dromaraj, you know, his own grandson, uh, great grandson, and uh, what he he aspired for a a position or a, a kingdom greater than Brahma's, then he got frightened. He said, there is no position greater than mine in this universe. That means... He will get my place. <laughs> he also got scared. And he tried to dissuade Dhru Maharaja by going and, you know, say, trying to disturb his thing. You see? How, oh, whatever little attachment we have in this world, if it is threatened, then we also become like that. We become envious and we try to stop that and stop this. And, or we are afraid at least. And we try to protect our interests. But on the other hand, um, if he, just like Prahlad, he was not bothered about anything. He only wanted, he was always uh, situated in, you know, great love for Krishna. Then Krishna, he didn't want, when Narasimha said, I want you to rule this world, universe, he said, what? Why are you giving me all these things? I don't want, I never did all this for, so that I want something in return. Don't make me, make us business, Uh, You know, uh, like, uh, don't let us have a business relationship and all that. But the Lord said, no, I want you to rule. And he just gave it to him. So that is also a pure devotee is not bothered only. He's happy in his relationship with Krishna. So until you come there, he was not at all envious of anyone, Prailad Maharaj. But everyone else in this material world, everyone who's having some position, something is enjoying is bound to be envious and that's why very dangerous we shouldn't think i'm very good and pure what good pure only when our real thing is threatened we'll know how good and pure we are so that is why we have to purify really by becoming a servant of krishna uh, all happiness is coming in simply giving pleasure to krishna not in you know thinking that i'm the enjoyer of anything until we come to that, then let us be ready to go through all this uh, pushings and pullings, and happiness and sorrow, and uh, good and bad, and all these dwandva or the dualities. Well, harass our minds, and much more in the on the earthly planet. Much, much more in Kali yuga That's why people are so disturbed, and they want to forget that disturbance. They don't know how to do that, so. You know, the, they find all temporary solutions which make the problem worse. So that's yeah. so that's why devotional service is such a fantastic thing and reading, the, but it says, the Bhagavatam, it says Srinvatam, Svakatham, Krishna Punya, Shravana, Kirtana, antasto Antastohi, abhadrani Vidunoti, Suhrasatham All the abhadras, inauspicious things in the heart are destroyed nityam all inauspicious things are destroyed and um, nityam every day when you read bhagavatam all the dirty things just go away so the devotional service to krishna then is arises in our heart as an irrevocable fact and then we forget about all these unwanted, stupid things which all other people think that's the only purpose of life. That goes away. So that is why hearing about Krishna is the, and serving his pure devotee are the two powerful methods by which we can get a higher taste very quickly. Serving his not only pure devotee also other devotees in the pure devotional path. That's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. Chant Hare Krishna. Serve Vaishnavas, all levels of Vaishnavas, for making quick progress in Krishna consciousness and listening to Krishna Kata and uh, bathing our intellect with that. That will help us to overcome all the dirty negative thoughts which come in our mind. Actually, huh, you were saying now we forget. We forget mm-hmm. why. Academically, people have very good some most many people have got very sharp memories. Uh, they whatever they study, even you know, and this thing they remember the whole lives. And some people have got extraordinary memories. But even such people, because we are in maya, that is why we keep on forgetting about Krishna. It is not just that our memory power is bad. It is because of our attachment to Maya, by enjoying material energy, we keep on forgetting Krishna. So that is why we have to keep on reminding every day, no, 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 I'm not a part of this material energy, I'm a part of Krishna. And that's why with Sarasvita Kura said, every morning you beat your mind with shoes and all that. Uh, because uh, again and again the mind becomes fucked up and thinks, no, I belong to this material world. And this body, I want to enjoy that thing. That is why we have very poor memories. We keep reading Bhagavad Gita again, we forget. Right? Um, if you don't read every day, I say you left, stop reading Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam for a week. Then we slowly start thinking like the materialists. We forget. I've read it how many years. Still, why do I tend towards that? Because Because of Maya, attachment to Maya makes us forget about Krishna. That's why we need to keep on pumping our consciousness every morning. Otherwise, we'll forget so much towards forgetting Him, everything around us.
0: Yes, Mataji, thank you so much for sharing this. You know, like, uh, because, you know, it uh, gets the firm faith in us. That you know, we really sometimes we can say, what are we scared of? We really have to be scared of Maya, Maya Devi, because uh, and also we're losing our bhakti because she is. Uh, we have to constantly engage. Whenever we have free time, we have to chant, read, you know, do some seva, make prasadam, something or the other. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: And that's what devotees' life is all about, basically. You know, they just uh, uh, like uh, they're so surrendered, and uh, you know, like there's no question of Maya Devi, Maya. I mean, I would love it if, you know, uh, I would come across someone, a pure devotee like this, who Maya Devi stays away from. Who's like, you know, I mean, I just, I mean, this person has to go to Krishna. Like, you know, Maya Devi thinks like that about that person. But of course, we are not in that position at all. We're so much engulfed in this, uh, you know, illusory energy. And it's just that somehow, you know, like, even living. And and it's so powerful, this movement, because Lord Chaitanya said that, you know, wherever you go, you preach it. And, you know, sometimes uh, so many people put allegation on Shri Prabhupada that, you know, you came here to the West, why preach to the West people? But Prabhupada actually understood the meaning of what Lord Chaitanya said, that you can preach to the whole, uh, I mean, you can, preaching becomes like a negative word these days, but share about Krishna to everyone. Because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, And and this very it's a very simple statement that you know Lord Chaitanya is saying in the Chaitanya other places also that wherever you go you preach to preach about Krishna you share about Krishna Mm. but the point is how much we took seriously and how much Prabhupada took seriously I mean he left his world everything just for this I mean he understood the meaning of this line uh, which you know at least I'm just talking in reference to myself. Because even if like Madhji, we're not reading, how much are we sharing also? Mm -hmm. How much are we giving, you know? Like recently I started keeping like, uh, you know, variety books, uh, small and big in my uh, car, you know? So basically, I'm sure you visited Western countries like, you know, I mean, you were in Iraq also, right? And other places. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah. uh, here we have gas stations. There's no one is going to pump the gas in here <laughs> like India. No one will put. There. We have to put our own gas. In the meanwhile, people are waiting there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes somebody will give you a smile, or you know. So immediately I reach out to the book and I try to give as much as I can, you know. And sometimes they have money. Fine, they don't have. So that is also very important to do because just to make Prabhupada happy. So. But yes, Srila Prabhupada is one who actually took the message from his Guru Maharaj from this thing and practically he showed it to all of us. Otherwise, how much of mm-hmm. us how much of us will be you know distributing books? Yeah. So it's amazing. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much, Ji, for inspiring class. With inspiring thoughts are coming. It's a morning here. Yeah. And we're uh, always fortunate to have you. Hare Krishna.
1: Hare Krishna. Have a wonderful day.
0: But if yeah, anybody Shla. has any questions sometimes Partha Prabhu is there. I don't know whether he's there or not. Yeah, he's there. So if anybody has any question, comments or Mataji, uh, we can open for some more time. Otherwise, then we can close up. I <laughs> uh to explain the, how to pray to Krishna, and uh, accordingly, we'll get our. Destinations, gati. So it is very uh, uh, nice to uh, get clarification because sometimes uh, we hear yes, Mataji was saying, uh, uh, "Pray for me." So I, we understanding is that pray for their bhakti. Then it is uh, perfectly okay, right, Mataji?
1: No, no. Pray for me meaning, uh, huh? That did. Oh, okay. Uh, they just, you know, they were watching this Chandrayaan no landing on the moon. So it landed. So that's a good sharing. Ah, okay. Uh, yes. You are saying that. Um. Uh, what was your question, Prabhu? Sorry, I got distracted. Pray, for me. Sometimes some devotees say, so pray. Ah, for pray me. for me. Ah, Because we don't have enough faith in Krishna. We don't take shelter of him. So we just think, okay, others, you know, that's why we uh, sort of outsource it to others. (laughs) Because we think, okay, at least they pray and then Krishna will listen. Because we are not able to take shelter like that completely. Krishna is there and I just pray to him. So that is it. That itself will remove all the... You know, the frustrations and the fears, everything will go away. If we can connect like that, we have full faith, Yeah, Krishna is listening, he will take care. Just surrender, like a child. Child doesn't know how the mother will is going to protect nothing. Child goes and some, you know, even Krishna as a baby, when he heard the thunder sounds, he would run to his mother and put his face in her sari and take shelter. (laughs) So that is what, is supposed to take shelter like that of Krishna. But we don't have full faith that he's there and listening to me and he cares enough for me. And he's really, really there to just protect me. That faith. So we outsource it to others. We go to the Brahman priest. You please do some puja for me. We call other people. Okay, please pray for me. That's okay. That's fine. If more people pray for us, then Krishna will listen. But... But it should be, uh, after we have complete. we've taken shelter of Krishna, without doing that, we just outsource it to others. It's not going to, it may work, but it doesn't help us in our spiritual progress. Or maybe it will also, because you see, they all prayed for me and it really worked. And see, I should take more shelter of Krishna. Sometimes we get the faith, but it's just a development of faith that is, Uh, that is required we need to develop more and more faith and reading Srimad Bhagavatam Bhagavad Gita chanting, discussing with devotees is simply to increase our faith in Krishna yes I hope I uh, maybe you also said the same thing sorry
0: you. yes ma'am thank you hari krishna thank you for thank your kind purifying affection haji